Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refills. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of The Bar? A little collective cash chaos, name, image, and likeness, the student athletes, a chance to make some money off of themselves. Well, guess what? It's been corrupted. By who? The universities and the programs of athletics all across the country. Yes, it's been bastardized. Finally, it's been bastardized. How? Look at Notre Dame. Notre Dame, to me, is the cherry on the Sunday that pushes this thing over the top. We all have to look around and go, they ruined it. It's ruined already. Hadn't even been around for two years. It's been ruined already. Now, am I, I'm all in favor of athletes getting paid. You bet I am. But how universities, football programs, school presidents, and athletic directors have already blown this thing up. They've, done, they've ruined it. They took something that was pure. I had the opportunity to be pure for the athletes and have bastardized it. So we're going to look at that. Also, two great things that are taking place. At least a great thing on this forum from this perspective. Colin Kaepernick checking one box. What am I calling this? Cap's calling. Colin Kaepernick kind of figured out step one here. Saying, I'm okay with being a backup for now. I'm okay with being a backup for now. I wish he'd have left the for now part out. But what Colin Kaepernick has done, he took a gigantic step in the last 24 hours. Saying he's okay with being a backup. What his next three steps need to be. What his next three steps need to be. So we're going to look at that as well. Also, Baker Mayfield still looking for a home. And three receivers look like they're going to hold out. I already had done this once before with Baker Mayfield to Detroit. I've got the way for the Lions to get... Look, what they've done the last 30, 40 years hasn't worked. 40 years, last 60 years it hasn't worked. Do something different. Do this. Lions lore can change today, and you don't have to give up either of your two first-round draft picks. There's a way to do this and make it work without giving up any first-round draft picks. So, not only Baker Mayfield, but one of these marquee receivers, the Lions can instantly change their franchise. So we're going to end with that. Remember, Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network, uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Harp on Sports, podcast, Harp on Sports, available for you, three facets, Buzzsprout, Spotify, and Apple Podcast, Harp on Sports Facebook page, Harp on Sports, the YouTube channel, and of course, HarpOnSports.com. All right, these collectives, whether it's Ohio State, whether it's Alabama, whether it's Texas A&M, whether it's Notre Dame, whether it's Florida, they have now become bastardized. They have been. What started off at first, right, the NCAA, the universities kind of pushed back on this one a little bit until they realized, hey, man, we can make money off of this, which they are. They're going to make money off of this. They are making money off of this. It's another recruiting tool for the rich is what it's become. What was supposed to be, well, the athletes are going to go to this place and they can make money and they can sell their name, image, and likeness. Schools have looked around and said, how do we, how do we control this? How do we make this about us and it's taken place brady quinn and notre dame to me is the cherry on the sunday when it comes to this thing it comes out that notre dame is going to put its players in charitable positions where they work for charities they go and do this for this charity and they receive amount of money so let's say they're going to go work for the red cross let's say these athletes at notre dame football players are going to go work for the american cancer society i'm just giving you examples not necessarily they'd work for those they're going to go they're going to get paid they're going to make money to work for these things how on earth is what the, the how is this what nil was intended for 
You tell me how this is what it was intended for. Hey, athletes, you control your own name. Think about where we are now with this. Athletes control their, no their own name, image, and likeness, which sounds great. But now it's turned into Notre Dame finding charitable positions within charities and paying the players for going and working for those charities. That's what this was about, taking money from charities to put money in football players' pockets. That's where it is now. It is. It's where it is. You can't tell me that that's a good thing because it's not. It's not. What this was intended for was for an athlete on the weekend or whenever to go somewhere, do some work, make some money, you know, sign some autographs, and there you go. It's not what it is now. What it is now, it's about universities hoarding money, athletic departments hoarding money. We're, we're the collective. We're the we're the Irish collective. We're the Ohio State collective. And all you got to see, it's about profit raising. It's about, it's almost like an athletic figure raising money for the athletic department. But instead of the athletic figure raising money for the athletic department, they're raising it for these collectives. Urban Meyer's in charge of the Ohio State one. Brady Quinn at Notre Dame. Why are you just going to pick your biggest athlete, stick them there, give a bunch of people to give money? Meanwhile, the university sits on that money. It accrues interest. They make money on that money. Who? It's how long? How long is it going to take before athletic departments start dipping into the collective money for other things? Because if it's about the athletes, you can sit there and say, "Oh, we needed to, that, that million dollars that went into the collective. Uh, we needed to use this for athletes. We're going to use that money and borrow it against its own." If it's name, image, likeness, it's not necessarily charity money, but it's money that's not taxed. It's dirty as hell. When Nick Saban came out, and I want to get this correct, Nick Saban came out and said that this thing, we've lost control of it. He's right. The intention of this thing is gone. Athletic department sat around and go, wait a second. We, you, you know that scene from Animal House? There's a lot of them, right? Where Niedermeyer is punishing Flounder and says, and is it Boone that he's having the discussion? He is? Yeah, oh, come on. With, um, oh, come on. I can't believe I'm blanking here. I, I just want to say, I, it, it, I don't know why I want to say Ostriker that's wrong. But when you're, again, Boone's the one that says it in Animal House. I'm, I'm going down a wormhole here. But he sits there, they can't do that to our pledges. Only we can do that to our pledges. That's what this has become. They can't do that to our pledges. Only we can do that to our pledges. That's what these collectives have done. They goes, wait a second. We need to get a part of this. How do we get some of this? Again, you tell me how Notre Dame, having their athletes go out and work for a charity, having the charity pay for them. To come work for them. Oh, it's raising awareness for the charity. Uh-huh. Yes, because the American Red Cross and the American Cancer Society. What what charity are they going to do work for that's not going to have money attached to it or not going to be known? Well, we didn't know what the American Red Cross was until Notre Dame wide receiver Ted Smith went and did some stuff for him. It's dirty. It's dirty. And it's dirty because the universities and athletic departments got their fingers involved with it. They stuck their, they plunged their hands in, into the filth. They did both hands, boom, into the filth, dirty. Well, what would you want, Seth? Oh, look, the the uh, the the schools are going to look out for the players' best interest. No, they're not. They're looking out for their best interest. What happens now? Now it's a recruiting tool. Hey, come to us. Look what we did. Look, 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 look at look at the collective here at insert our school here. Look at all these advertisements we were able to get. Again, how, how's it about the athletes when the schools are doing all the work? 
The schools are acting as pimps. The athletic departments are acting as pimps, and they're pimping out their products. Products are you, football players. They're supposed to be about you. It ain't. It ain't. It's about them. And when there's talk that Texas A&M used their collective to buy a player, of course they did. They may not get them cash, but hey, if, if I can get a, a million-dollar donation from a booster and then take that million dollars from that booster, put it into the collective, it accrues interest, then I can actually pay the athlete with the interest that I make off that money. It's like, well, come here. As long as you come here, booster A will continue to funnel money in. It's dirty. The athletes didn't have to go do the work for themselves. They didn't have to hire an agent to go do the work. The school did the work. So what was supposed to be something fun for the athletes, a way for them to make money. Look at Notre Dame. Tell me that's right. Using charities to make money. Charities pay athletes. Athletes come work. You tell me that's what this was for. Okay. From that to this. Cleaning up the act a little bit. Colin Kaepernick wants to get back into the NFL. Okay. Well, I wrote it down. Cap's calling card. He actually checked a box on something he needed to do here. Remember a couple years ago, he wanted to come back to the NFL. Okay. Well, we're going to send a bunch of scouts to a workout. We're going we're gonna to organize, gonna organize a workout, and we're going to send a bunch of scouts, and we're going to go from there. And then Kaepernick no-showed at that workout, remember? And he went and did his own workout in front of... It's like, you don't really want to be a part of this. You just want to create these media events. And then go to work for Baltimore. Baltimore wasn't interested, so his fiance called him, what, plantation owners? It's like, well, what on earth? The one team that was going to give you a shot, you're going to do this to him? Yikes. So through all of this, going and saying the right things now, because you have to say the right things before you do the right things. When you're in his shoes, especially, as he tries to engage NFL franchises that this is not just a publicity stunt. And it may not be, but the whole plantation owner Ravens thing, it hurts. It hurts going forward and it hurts the trust value. Because why am I going to dip my toes in that water if it's scalding? I need to know this is legit. He came out today and said he's okay with being a backup, but he doesn't intend to stay there. He's going to prove that he can be a starter. I wish that second part wouldn't have been added. I'm okay with being a backup. I need to earn that starting spot. And if it takes me being a backup now, I'll do it. That's all you need to say. But I, I, I'm okay with being a backup, but I'm not going to be there for long. I, I'm going to prove that I'm a starter. Oh, okay. But we're going to find out quickly here with him. We are. But at least that was step one. Because remember then he wanted at least $7 million a year to be a backup. Remember that when he wanted to get back in the league, he wanted $7 million a year. It's like, well, you're not even on the league. You haven't been invited to a practice roster. The best thing that he can do now, okay, he said he's okay and he's willing to be a backup. Okay, the next thing to come out and say is, I just want an invite to OTAs. Somebody, look, just invite me to your OTAs. Don't talk about backup money, starting money. Don't talk about you just want to be fairly compensated. Don't bring up money. The best thing for Colin Kaepernick now to do is not bring up money. The best thing for him to do is hold a press conference in which he lays all this stuff out. The marketing team around Colin Kaepernick to get back into the NFL needs to start kicking into gear. And you need to start doing the right things, saying the right things. Again, you have to say the right things here in in order to be able to do what you want to do. Kind of like interviewing for at the combine or interviewing to become somebody's franchise quarterback. Could you imagine if you're coming in and I'll pick a situation like the Pittsburgh Steelers and you're one of these quarterbacks in the draft. They're thinking about drafting you come out and say, well, I'm going to be better than Terry Bradshaw and Ben Roethlisberger. Those guys are chumps. I'm going to win like eight Super Bowls. So you can't say things like that. You got to say the right things before you do the right things, right? Imagine if Tom Brady were being interviewed by the Patriots, you know, 25 years ago and said, you know what? I'm going to, Drew Bledsoe sucks. I'm going to take his job. You can't say it. 
So in this case, this is how I look at this. The next thing, I just want an invite to camp. If somebody would just invite me to camp, invite me to camp. Let me show you that I belong. That's what that that's the next phase. Don't talk about money. Just ask for an invite to OTAs. Because they talk about camp arms, you get a camp arm in there. Teams draft guys just in the sixth round at quarterback just to throw him in there to be at camp. Um, he's got to be somewhere OTAs. And then after OTAs, proving on what he can do, didn't need to sign like a three-year deal. No, no, no. Just ask to be invited to a camp. And then the best thing for Colin Kaepernick is to go somewhere with a proven quarterback where he's not going to be the starter. Why? Because he's going to play the whole preseason. You think Kansas City's going to try Patrick Mahomes out there for three games? He's going to play a quarter in one of them. How about Josh Allen and Buffalo? No. How about Lamar Jackson, who's banged up all last year in Baltimore? No. The best thing for Colin Kaepernick to do is, is try to get an invite to an OTA and take an invite from a team that's got a solid starting quarterback. Why? Because Kaepernick can play the whole preseason. Imagine if, Ka- imagine if Ka- Kaepernick, just try this on for size. Imagine if Kaepernick ends up in Buffalo. Find Josh Allen. Josh Allen plays one quarter the whole preseason. Kaepernick plays 10 quarters. And in those 10 quarters, he highlights, shows what he can do, is amazing, has a great run. Now he's the backup quarterback sitting around, and what's going to happen at that point? Maybe a team will come along and go, you know what? We're missing it. We need to get somebody in here. Kaepernick, look what he did in Buffalo. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll sit there and say, well, you know what? I don't know. Then that way he's all, then if that doesn't happen, then he's behind Josh Allen for the whole year. And you can substitute Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. You can substitute Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. Denver. You can substitute Denver with Russell Wilson. Actually, for Colin Kaepernick, that's where you want to go. Because Russell Wilson's been hurt in each of the last three years, right? He's been banged up in each of the last three years. Colin Kaepernick should be doing everything in his power to angle to be a backup behind Russell Wilson in Denver. But again, just come out, say, I want an invite to camp. Somebody invite me to OTAs. I just want to get back on the field. And then find a place in the preseason, pick a team if you can't. Where the other starter is, because you don't want to get into one of these things where it's like, well, he wants to go to a place where he can compete for the starting job. Why should he complain like four quarters of the whole preseason? Eh, got to go to a place that's got a solid quarterback that's not going to play very much. Buffalo, Denver, Kansas City, Baltimore. And I'm sure there's more out there. There's more out there. Dallas. That's another one. So that's Cap's calling card. Uh, last, we are a week away from the draft. The Lions lore. The lore of the Lions. I bring this up because they're still trying to find a place for Baker Mayfield. The Carolina Panthers are interested. They're not interested. Baker doesn't want to go there. I mentioned time and time again, the Lions are the perfect destination. Even though they're paying Jared Goff $30 million a year, he's not a long-term solution there. They're kind of stuck with him. I still think Baker's the... If they have Baker and Jared Goff, again, all you are is one banged-up quarterback away, depending on the team. I mean, let's say... God forbid. Let's say Justin Herbert breaks his hand in the preseason. Then, oh boy, if you are Detroit and you've got Baker and Jared Goff, you can, hey man, take Jared Goff. We'll give him to you for a six-round pick. You just pay that salary the rest of the year. See what I'm saying? It's, again, I'm, I'm doing worst-case scenario. What if no quarterback gets hurt? Then you're stuck with both of them. But there's a way for the Lions to build this going forward. Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback. He was hurt this year, trying to do too much. And Detroit needs that attitude that he has. They do. I thought Cleveland needed it too. Oh, it wore thin after a while. The Browns were somebody that didn't know what they got. Then they got him. And Deshaun Watson, who knows if this is going to work out. Not exactly Deshaun. Deshaun didn't win very many playoff games with the Texans and DeAndre Hopkins, did he? None. Will Fuller at receiver too. None. They didn't win squat. So before y'all jump onto that harness or throw that harness around that thoroughbred, I, I really believe 
that the Lions can do this without giving up the second or 32nd pick. Again, you have a bunch of wide receivers that are holding out. But Metcalf's holding out, or at least not showing up to voluntary workouts. The other one, A.J. Brown. If I were the Lions, again, this is my idea. 34th overall pick. So the second pick in the second round and a fourth. 34th overall and a fourth to the Titans for A.J. Brown. And then you make A.J. Brown a, St- uh, a Stephon Diggs offer. Five years, 100. He's in the final year of his contract. He's only going to make what? What's he scheduled to make this year? $800,000, something like that. So if I sit on the, here's $100 million and spread it out over five years, well, in turn, it would turn into a six-year 110 area. Six years one. You could actually make it 6-120 if you really wanted to, if you really wanted to go down that path. Now I've got myself an 1,000-yard, thousand, thousand 11-touchdown guy. If I were to try to do that, I'd off the 34th overall pick and a fourth rounder. Now what? I still have the second and 32nd pick. Now I can trade from two out. Well, somebody If somebody doesn't want to come there, somebody's going to want that 32nd pick. And you could get, if somebody's moving up from, again, bad example, if somebody wants to come up from 40, or, or from 42 to 32, okay, then I get the 42nd pick and I get your second round pick next year. Now I've gotten my pick back next year, but I've got my pick back. And again, that's the first thing you need to make. And then the second thing you need to make is, and I brought this up again, and where they are, they're caught. If I were the Lions, I would offer the 96th overall pick, third rounder this year, and a third next year, two-thirds. Third this year, third next year. Two-thirds for Baker Mayfield. That third will become a second if we make the playoffs. Or he goes to the Pro Bowl. I would set it up like that. And then again, you can trade from the second, the last pick in the first, into the second, and accumulate other picks and move around from there. Again, A.J. Brown, 34th overall pick, and a fourth rounder. 34th overall pick, fourth rounder. Get A.J. Brown, give him a five-year, $100 million deal. Stephon Diggs deal, Buffalo. And then I'd trade a third this year, and a third that becomes a second next year for Baker. You had Baker Mayfield and A.J. Brown, and you get both first-round picks? But the Lions won't do that. They'll take a flyer on somebody and draft Desmond Ritter. Reason they've won one playoff game in 50 years. Harbon Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harpon Sports Twitter, at Harpon Sports Instagram, Harpon Sports, the bar, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harpon Sports Facebook page, Harpon Sports, the YouTube channel, and of course, HarponSports.com. Remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends.